Well, thank you for joining me today. My name's Barney, and uh, we are going to be starting a new series this Sunday on Mark's Gospel. And so this term, our devotionals and our Sunday teaching are going to work in tandem with one another so that we work chronologically through the book together. And today is a precursor to what I want to say when I speak on Sunday. I just want to look at the idea of narrative. And the majority of the Bible is narrative. The majority of the Bible is stories, stories about different people in different times and places. Some of those stories are self-contained. They don't really go anywhere. But other stories, there's a, a plot line that runs underneath them. There's a narrative thread that is tying them all together. And it's a narrative thread that starts back in Genesis. See, in Genesis, what we read of is that Adam and Eve, they rebel, they reject God's ways. They decide to do what they want to do. And the consequence of their rejection of God is that God has to separate himself from them. And in that moment of that separation taking place, a narrative thread uh, seems to begin. As God promises that one day somebody is going to step in and mend what is broken. There's a promise there in Genesis that one day one is going to come. And as we read through the Old Testament, we see a sense of building anticipation. A sense of anticipation building that there is somebody is going to turn up. Somebody is coming. A saviour is coming. Somebody is going to arrive who's going to fix what's broken. Who's going to mend uh, all the brokenness. Who's going to restore the relationship. And in fact, actually, sometimes we see that it's not just a man that's going to come. It's God himself who's going to step in. In fact, actually, there's a passage, let me read it to you. It's from Isaiah 40, and it says this, uh, verse 10. Behold, the Lord God will come with might, with his arm ruling for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend to his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs. So there's a promise there, even in Isaiah, looking forward. One day, God is going to arrive and God is going to step in. So when the gospel writers reflect on the life of Jesus, knowing that Jesus has turned up, knowing that he is the one who was promised about hundreds of years beforehand, knowing that he's the one who's going to actually mend what is broken and turn the upside down the right way up again. When they get to that moment, when they start writing down their accounts, what they want to do is they decide each of them in turn to tie their narrative to the grand narrative of salvation. And they do it in different ways. So Matthew writes a genealogy down, linking Jesus' human ancestry back to David. Luke does it like an origin story, like you'd see in a Marvel film, writing about Jesus' birth. John goes back to a, a kind of a big vision of Jesus at creation. He writes, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. He's talking about Jesus being the word. And in Mark's gospel, we also see him linking back to those promises in the Bible. And he does that through a quotation. In fact, he does it through a quotation that is quoting from three different places at once. And it's attributed to Isaiah, but it's also from Malachi and Exodus. Let me read you from uh, verse one of Mark one, just through to verse three. So he writes this, this the start of our gospel, Mark. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, make ready for the path of the Lord. Make his path straight. So Mark is quoting from Isaiah 40. He's quoting from the exact chapter I just read a moment ago. He's quoting the exact verses just before the verses I spoke about. Behold, that God is coming. You see, actually, Mark is pointing back to the, the whole story of Jesus turning up. Yes, he's writing about John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus, but he's also pointing us back. He's saying, look, what you're about to read about 
is about the Saviour coming. What you're about to read about is about all those promises that we've had for hundreds of years over us as a, as, as a nation of Israel. What, you, what you're about to read about is the fulfilment of those promises and it's fulfilled in Jesus. You see, those verses, yes, they're about John the Baptist. John the Baptist prepared a way for Jesus. But we could also see them as being about the whole gospel of Mark. Jesus prepares a way for us. Jesus prepares a way for us that we can be part of God's story too. You see, the, the narrative of salvation isn't a narrative that starts in Genesis and ends in Revelation. It's a narrative that continues with you and I today. And there's an invitation for each of us to continually, every day, take part in that narrative. You and I have the opportunity to take the gospel up in our lives every day and live in the benefit of it. We have an opportunity to uh, live the gospel out in our lives to the people around us. We have an opportunity to share in the gospel with other people. And my hope is that this term is that we learn to do those three things better. We learn the gospel more. So we learn a, a deepness and a richness about the stories of Jesus. We understand it more. We understand how we can apply it to our lives. We understand how we can live it out daily, how we can, as Jesus says, take up our cross and follow him. And lastly, we understand how we can share it with other people. Because you and I are part of God's salvation story. We're part of that grand narrative that started back in Genesis and that continues in our lives today. And you and I have the opportunity and ability to carry that salvation story to the lives of those around us. And as we do so, we'll see the thread of salvation being sewn into people's lives around Ashford. Well, I look forward to seeing you on Sunday as I preach through uh, Mark 1. And I just trust that you're having a good week this week.